Nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring today. Robert Half is here to help. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Today in Watching Your Wealth, should you continue working or become a stay-at-home parent? This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Cannon Hickman is a wealth manager at Equity Concepts. Welcome, Cannon. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So, Cannon, first I want to say that the question of whether to continue working or become a stay-at-home parent is a highly personal one, and it can be very emotional. And I wanted to talk to you because I know you and your wife are recently going through some of these emotions and some of this decision-making. Can you tell us about some of those emotions that you felt? Sure, yeah. It's a um, uh, it's a topic that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, you know, as a uh, person in the financial services world, I think about the financial side, but there certainly is a lot of emotion attached to each one of these decisions. Um, you know, the reality of it is that for somebody that is used to working, becoming reliant on somebody else for their mm. livelihood um, is a very challenging thing to overcome. Great point. Um, I think that's probably been one of the most uh, uh remarkable things and questions that we've had to overcome so far mm-hmm. is um, just, you know, trying to uh, understand what their value is going to be as a stay-at-home parent mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and feeling like you're going to struggle to be devalued in the eyes of your partner. Oh, I see. Um, man, you know, the, the reality of it is that parents have one of the most difficult and valuable jobs oh, on yeah. the planet. but. It's just a different one, it's, and it feels different than going into work, you know, uh, going into the office on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so much of our identities are tied up with our jobs, our relationships, how we relate within our, to our partner is affected by that as well. There's also the, that fact of, you know, losing the colleague relationships. You, you go in, you maybe socialize a little bit, you get to know your colleagues, and then suddenly you're home by yourself, it may feel a bit isolating, and that could be difficult too. So uh, I would think there, there's a lot of uh, perhaps some loss, some joy, a little bit of grief, you know, a little bit of everything in there, some fear potentially. So it sounds like um, it's good to be aware that some of this, these emotions may exist when you go into making that decision. Now, Absolutely. Yeah. And you have to be able to reconcile all of those emotions into making a good decision for you because, right. you know, the thing is, is that, um, you know, many people walk into this uh, situation mm-hmm. and they go into making the decision on what they think they should, mm, good right? Point. Um, what they think they should do or what maybe even other people think that they should do. Mm. Um, but they need to make the decision based on what they want to do and what's right for great them point that's a really great point yeah it's always good to do what you know based on those shoulds that that usually doesn't lead in a happy place for anybody <laughs> <laughs> that's so, right let's talk a little bit about the finances you said first you know have a plan if you're gonna before you make this decision yeah that's right you, you have to have a plan you have to map out your daily activities in particular if you're somebody that's very goal driven mm-hmm. um, you need to make sure that you have objectives um, for what you're going to do when you stay at home and, and what sort of um, accomplishments you, you want to, um, uh, to walk through as a family with your kids. Um, you're used to being able to 
uh, stay on track and get your bonuses and meet certain, you know, measurable sort of things. Um, and now it's a little bit different. You know, you're going to be measuring based on the happiness of your kids and whether or not they grow up to be uh, responsible citizens and I that see. sort of thing. And so you have to get on the same page hmm. with you and your spouse about who's going to be doing what and for what purpose to make sure that everybody's um, uh, moving in the same direction. Indeed, it's a different um, set of goals, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, financially, too, I mean, you're going to be losing an income, so you need to plan for that or think about that before you make the leap. I mean, I would think most people do, but, you know, maybe that in theory is different than actually, you know, not having that income. Oh, that's absolutely right. I mean, you know, typically what we do is we recommend people that are thinking about staying at home to live on one salary for a year. Mm. Um, it's Before a significant it. undertaking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the reality of it is that there's no better uh, practice than real life. Yeah. And so if you can uh, convince yourself and, and, and work it into your daily lifestyle to live on one salary for an entire year, then you can feel confident going into uh, making that decision. You also want to be thinking about retirement, too, because this decision that you're making today not only affects your finances today, but it's also going to affect your finances when you retire down the road. So tell us what we need to be considering with that. Yeah, um, you know, there's no doubt about it that um, you're going to have less money, right, Mm -hmm. because you're losing a salary and you're going to be um, not only affecting your cash flow, but you're going to affect your retirement plan as well. And so you need to account for that. Um, you know, there are certain things that you can do prior to, to leaving. Um, one suggestion that we make is to make sure that you're maxing out your 401k early on in the year. Mm. Um, you know, for example, most people will save on a periodic basis, mm-hmm. maybe on a monthly basis, equally to, to level out cash flow. Um, but when you do that, you may miss out on potential matching opportunities if you quit work halfway through the year. So trying to maximize, you know, whatever match and whatever tax deferral you can get uh, before you leave is always a good, um, is always a good suggestion. Uh, The other thing is that, you know, a lot of folks are uh, supplementing their income through uh, part-time work or uh, online advice, blogging, Mm -hmm. small businesses, stay-at-home businesses, that sort of thing. Anything that you can do to make a little bit of money and be diligent enough to put it away and invest it is going to make a difference when you go to retire later down the road. Indeed, and I would think it would make you feel a little bit more empowered, too, if you're missing that that element of uh, you know day-to-day work that's outside the home. Uh, so many great tips. Thank you so much, Ken. And would you stick around and take our fun financial quiz? Sure, absolutely. Great. You stick around, too. Hey, this is Stephen Perlberg from the WSJ Media Mix podcast. Are you interested in the biggest changes in the media and advertising business from Facebook to Snapchat? Tune into the WSJ Media Mix podcast for interviews with some of the biggest names in media, from Gawker CEO Nick Denton to Turner President David Levy. For more, check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. Now, back to the show. Now it's time for financial advisor Cannon Hickman to take our fun financial quiz. Cannon, you ready? I'm ready. All right. What's the best financial advice you ever received? You can't outrun your fork. <laughs> All right. Um, I got to ask you, what do you mean fork? Sorry, I don't know what that means. Uh, it's more of a diet sort of thing, but it means that you can't uh, save enough to uh, overcome bad spending habits. Oh, good point. I love that. <laughs> We're, now I get it. Worst financial advice you ever received? Uh, get a credit card. 
Hmm, interesting. Fill in the blank. Money can buy. Opportunity. True. Money can't buy. Common sense. <laughs> Very true. If you want a million dollars after tax, what would you do with it? I'd see a financial advisor for sure. <laughs> I like it. All right. Thank you so much. This is a lot of fun, Cannon. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. And this has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of the Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.